today uh, today yes. is a light-hearted fun silly little time yes i'm excited me too what are we talking about today julia we're talking about reality tv shows but more specifically reality competition, competition shows. shows so if you want to see like another if you're interested and you want to see another episode about like reality dating shows but reality dating shows are kind of competition shows yeah in a way a, a different i would say different than like a competition show would just be like celebrity shows you know like keeping up with the kardashians yeah. or like What's that show that, like, Bam had in the 2000s? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, that. <laughs> and also that's talent more. shows are also kind of competition. Oh, yeah, based. yeah, yeah. And that's kind of reality. But I realized in my research just how many different types of reality shows there are. You got, like, talent. You got, mm-hmm. like, family. You got, like, lifestyle sort of things. Like, um, like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Well, yes, that's what I think of as, like, reality TV, where it's not a competition. True. Because that's more, like, Real Housewives, you think of, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. That's what I think That's of. just, like, looking into wi- people's lives. Yeah, basically. and then you have, like, the ones, like, like um, the HGTV ones. <gasps> oh, my God, Like, stop. Flipper Flopper. And Property Brothers. Property Brothers! <laughs> Isn't one of them dating Zoe Deschanel? Yes. What the fuck? weird right yeah i think she could do better sorry property the property brothers, brothers are weird they're man. there's something up with them yeah like okay not gonna <laughs> lie i did used to love watching property me brothers, too but like yeah you know? they both have like they seem like not real they seem like aliens pretending yeah. to be humans sort yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. and <laughs> we both wild. we both be loving reality tv why do why you, do you like love it? no i'm asking you this time bitch <laughs> Put me on the spot yeah why do you well, love reality fuck, tv fuck. <laughs> um i like it because it's contrary to its name it's an escape from reality <laughs> scripted ass <laughs> you look like you like read that off did you actually did you write that i down? didn't i mean i did organize my thoughts on my <laughs> google Doc. i absolutely did not um well obviously it doesn't reflect reality accurately no, at all because it's no. like really performative and it's like edited as they say in rupaul blame it on the edit so true because yep. it's so skewed because people are always like they made me look so bad like blah 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 from the edit and that but, but you're signing I only up believe, for that. i only believe that to a certain point because if you're being a bitch you're being a bitch period true yeah that's so true they have to get the content somewhere i mean it's true i mean they got to create drama and the drama has to be pre-existing for there to be any drama they can't just make it out of nothing yeah and when there's cameras on people they're gonna act differently yes so they just, you know, if they, they know it's entertainment, so they're going to do stuff that they wouldn't normally do for the point of entertainment. So. Yeah. But I think even though it doesn't like, it obviously doesn't accurately reflect reality, it still says same things about human nature sometimes. No, definitely. And that's why it's like, it's psychological, yeah. kind of. Also, it's just entertaining as hell. It's plain yeah. entertaining. And I just, yeah, it's really like nice escapism when I'm in college and I just want to like not think about anything related to my life. And I want my mind to be numb like i want no thoughts i want yep. brain rot yep <laughs> i want brain rot <laughs> <laughs> is 
<laughs> me too that's why i like it but it yeah. also depends because there's an extent because sometimes it can be too much and i'm like oh i'm depressed you know yeah yeah it can start to that's almost any feel kind like of tv though i think yeah well it can almost start to feel like social media in a way where it just feels like yeah. addictive yeah, and yeah. toxic that's you're right yeah i think that's mostly like dating shows though like that's how i feel like yeah those. rupaul i will watch endlessly and it's just right. it's like a form of like joy for me you know it's oh, like i know you know it's like the <laughs> best part of my fucking day i go on my watch rupaul but i know i like it i guess because i don't really like reality tv like i would never watch keeping up with the kardashians although there's some clips that are like so fucking funny you know that they yeah. like use but i would never want to sit down and watch that like i'd get no. so bored after a while it's like depressing. like watching rich people and famous people rich I'm people like, complain up. like i just can't do that but a competition show there's it's so- got intrigue. I'm not like a competitive person, but for some reason when I'm watching that, I love to root. I think people just yeah. love rooting for someone. That's so true. And so when they're watching that and it's like you got these little like dynamics between groups and there's like drama, it's all about the drama. And when you have yeah. like someone to root for and they're like, you know, you're just waiting to see like, oh, I want to see like how this turns out like in this competition or something like that. Like you have certain expectations that you want to be met and, you, you know, to like. They keep you, like, with a, what is it, a cliffhanger yeah, sort of thing yeah. with, a, with each, like, commercial break. So I think that's why there's, like, a lot of intrigue and drama. Yeah, I agree. I definitely like competition shows the best. Like, those, yeah. to me, are so much more entertaining. And because, yeah, that's a big part of it. It's just, it's almost like sports. Yeah. Like, you're rooting for someone. Well, yeah, I was thinking almost like, in almost like reading a book, too, like, you have certain expectations of, like, where this plot is going to go or something like that where it's, like, it keeps, it holds your attention. Yeah. And it's just fucking hilarious. Okay, well, well with that. I'll get into mine. I'm going to be the first one up this week. Julia, how much RuPaul Drag Race have you watched in um, your life? Literally one episode. But I really? do watch I, I, that one episode I watched with you. But I do oh. watch <laughs> Trixie and Katya yes. on YouTube. And I think they're really funny. They're so funny. So funny. I, I, know about, I know about it a little bit. But yeah. I, should, I should watch it more. You should. It's I've so been meaning good. to. I'll get into it. All right. RuPaul's Drag Race is a reality competition show where each season around 10 to 15 different drag queens from across the country compete in different design and performance challenges at a chance to win a hundred thousand dollars well actually now it's two hundred thousand dollars they've upped their game and for the first season i think it was twenty thousand because they had such a low budget and it's wow. so funny you look back at the first like two seasons and it's so low budget like it <laughs> looks like the camera's been like sme- like someone's like rubbed their fingers on it it's like kind of like like sh- i don't know like m- muggy kind of yeah. like it's like someone smeared vaseline all over it or something it's like that's the 2000s baby it's so 2000s and it's like i mean but it was 2009 oh so it's not even like that early it's been going on a long time but since 2009 so i'm like i'm sure probably at the time they weren't sure if it'd be a success with i don't like think drag they, queens i don't think they in would 2009 i'll get into it but rupaul was kind of like like he came, became respected just by like being there and like kind of pushing into like the mainstream media without people really like questioning it just because like of his just charisma and like yeah, entertainment that he provided funny. yeah and so like when the show kicked off there was a lot of people like i don't know like who's gonna want to watch this yeah. but then obviously now it's like completely taken over everybody loves it yeah yeah so yeah they just weren't sure because drag queens were just like not and yeah just drag shows in general were like not in the mainstream at yeah. all except for like rupaul right. and that was in just like a very subtle way okay on top of the hundred thousand dollars they're also crowned america's next drag superstar which is a big thing because it does like so much for their career like if you win oh, rupaul yeah. you're set you know mm-hmm. um like one of the winners i think from season six um was on broadway in like kinky boots Slay. and has like i mean everyone like a bunch of drag queens just do their own shows like across the country touring like a lot of people who were on rupaul 
mm-hmm. now have like albums that they're touring on or just like drag shows that they're touring on so it's good for your career as yeah. a drag queen all right each season the queens have to prove that they have the charisma uniqueness nerve and talent that it takes to be the next heir to the drag queen throne oh yes wow um so the first season of drag race aired on february 2nd 2009 um, the first season only had nine queens competing, so it was also short, just low budget. Um, and since then, the number has risen with 16 queens competing on the most recent season, um, which just wrapped up about a month ago. Um, all right, so since 2018, there have been many iter- international iterations of Drag Race, which I didn't know until I actually did the research on it. Although I did see, like, an Instagram post of, like, Drag like drag Race Mexico, and I was like, hmm? Wow, okay. <laughs> but they have Australia, New Zealand, Belgium, Brazil, Canada, Chile... Chile, France, <laughs> Germany, Italy, Mexico, Netherlands, Philippines, Spain, Sweden, Thailand, and the Whoa, UK. Oh, no way. Yeah. Drag bunch, Race Italy. I know. I think a bunch of them have, like, fell off. Like, they did a couple seasons and then they yeah. fell off. Um, but, you know, of course, the U.S. is, like, the longest running one. So, I think Germany and Mexico just started out, like, a year ago. Um, and then Canada and U.K. are, like, the longest-lasting ones. They're on their, like, fourth or fifth seasons. So, in addition to Drag Race, there's also RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, as I was saying, which is where, like, 12 returning queens compete, again, for $100,000. And um, also, like, a spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. So it's not quite the same, like, win as, like, Drag Race, but, like, it's more fun. It's, like, really laid back, and they're all competing against people that they know or, like, people that they also competed with, like, on their season. Okay, in addition to the international iterations and All-Stars, there's also been RuPaul's Drag U, which only lasted, like, a couple seasons and i think that one was more like a drag race boot camp type thing where they'd like take like i don't really know the premise of it but it stood for like drag race university so it was like a kind of like a boot camp type thing yeah um and then also rupaul's secret celebrity drag race which they would take i think it's still going like it aired in 2020 so it's pretty new they like dressed up in drag and i think it's like a thing where like I mean, they're supposed to be secret, like, guessing which celebrity is which. Like, you don't really know. Yeah, it's like the mass. So then, like, whichever wins. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like that. And yeah. then whoever wins, like, it's donated to charity. They have, like, a Aww. donation to charity. Which that is, sounds like, fun. Okay. Oh, yeah, and then there's also RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked, um, which is a companion show <laughs> to yeah. Drag Race, um, which is basically just showing, like, the drama behind the scenes and, like, stuff that, that didn't make the cut for the edit of like the final show <laughs> all right do you want some background on rupaul himself? give me every piece of information about him all right so rupaul born rupaul andre charles on november 17th guess what year guess what fucking year um how old do you think rupaul is oh that's wow good question i <laughs> wow <laughs> um i was it's gagged. indistinguishable I'm i gonna, know i'm gonna guess that she she's oh yeah. i don't know what to say you can say he, he okay. she that she's like um 40 like seven or maybe 50 born in 1960 <gasps> paul is 62 <gasps> years it's older old. than my parents i know anyways uh he was born in san diego california his parents got divorced when he was seven and once he turned 15 he moved with his sister to atlanta georgia okay so in georgia he attended a performing arts high school um, and from what I gathered, his dad was kind of out of the picture after the, the divorce, Whoa, after the divorce, hmm. um, which RuPaul struggled with for like the rest of his life. Reflecting on his abandonment um, and just what drag race means to him in an interview with WBUR, which is I think a radio station somewhere, yeah. in 2018, he said, that's why I think our, sh- our show drag race is so captivating because we get to watch these courageous kids that society has thrown away, find a way to shine in the light. And we want to know the story. Each of us can, each of us, what? 
<laughs> each of us watching can relate to that. But I thought that was nice because it is true. Like a lot of the times like on Drag Race, there's a lot of stories that come out of like my parents like abandoned me when I was young or, yeah. um, you know, it's just like so many stories like that. And it is just like tugs at your heartstrings. And it as I, when I get into like kind of like the influence of Drag Race, it really is a platform like for queer people yeah. that like is not like there's not something like that on tv yeah. like even today like with that like by the queer community like for i mean for the masses but also mainly for the queer community exactly. you know and like highlighting that and their talents and like i think that's important and like we don't really get that anywhere else even today like 2023 no. and there's nothing like that i mean that that's the first time it's been in reality tv for sure now you have yeah. like queer eye but i can't think of any other examples yeah queer eye but then i don't know that that seem that's just like different, I yeah. guess too. Like it's a different representation, right? But yeah, it's just not it not in the same degree that like RuPaul's Drag Race for is. sure. Yeah. Um. So he worked at the Plaza Theater while in Atlanta and started doing drag there, getting involved with like the nightlife of the city and also like the underground film scene. Okay. So it was starting like acting, doing music, whatever. Um. In 1987, he moved to New York City where he worked at go-go bars and started and made his first appearance on television on the gong show so it just seemed to, like through his career like i said he's just kind of like in the arts and like in these kind of underground scenes making his way yeah and i think at that time it was easier to like kind of be in the right place at the right time especially if you're in new york city but i think just on like the basis of that and also just like rupaul is undeniably a star you know what i'm saying so like he was he's gonna got the star make quality it. he's got the star quality yeah. which makes him a perfect judge mm -hmm. for these people who do you have the charisma uniqueness nerve and talent he will see he's the he'll put judge. it to the test yeah yeah anyways um this is a little fun fact in 1989 he appeared as a backup dancer in the b52's video for um love check Oh, cool. So throughout the 90s, RuPaul launched his music career and got signed as a model and got his own talk show. I didn't know about this, but I did see a clip like a few months back and I was like, what? I don't think I like looked into it. But the show was called The RuPaul Show, where he had guests like a bunch of musical guests on, such as Cher, Diana Ross, mm. Nirvana, what? Duran Duran, uh, Pat Benatar, Mary J. Blige, and more. Oh my God. Nirvana was on and i looked i watched the clip it's insane like i'm like honest what talk were show? the 90s yeah <laughs> just a random talk show i think it was on mtv like with okay. mtv's like early days wow which is fucking crazy anyways at this time he also meets michelle visage which is one of the judges on drag race and becomes his co-host on his talk show so they've had like a lifelong career and like friendship. Mm -hmm. She's still a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race and has been since the beginning. He mainly rose to popularity through his music and his presence in the LGBT community and drag community in New York, which landed the TV show and event eventually launched RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. And the success of it. Um, I also want to do maybe a little side note on the history of drag, if you're curious, just a I little am. bit. Okay. Give me. Because that's pretty much all RuPaul. Now he's just like a living legend, you know? Mm -hmm. You can see like the foundations, like at the very early stages of when all this new stuff was kind of popping up in the 90s, he was the one to just He really worked his way up. up. Yeah, he yeah. really worked his way up. Just respect. And, all the respect. And created like a whole new thing you know? yeah i mean thing that really really bringing like i said drag to the mainstream like yeah. it was always on the outskirts yeah. you know this kind of like 
secretive art form right. that he was just that like, like look down upon. he's like now i'm gonna just be on mtv and i'm gonna be you know release my music and then oh now i have a fucking tv show you and know everybody I mean? loves like, it so the history of drag um the act of male males dressing up as females or cross-dressing as it's often referred can be dated back to where do we think ancient grease bitch Makes so much sense that's fucking where everything is oh they were so gay you know they were so gay and <laughs> They were so gay for each other. <laughs> but, you know, all their, like, theater performances, that's kind of just a normal practice. Like, we should see that in Shakespeare plays. We see that in, like, Kabuki theater. Well, women couldn't perform. Yeah, so they, they weren't allowed. And that was, like, yeah. a lot of ancient civilizations, just how within their art forms, women just were, like, not a part of that. Yeah. So even, you know, when I think, I don't know. I don't know a lot about, like, Kabuki theater, but that's just kind of, like, a tradition, I think, still, mm-hmm. that men, like, still play those roles, yeah. which is, like interesting Mm -hmm. um but the origin of the word drag is unknown although the earliest use can be dated back to the 1870s okay which is kind of a while ago you know what i'm saying yeah um but the term rose to popularity like a hundred years later in in the 1970s when it kind of started to catch on in the media as a term to describe female impersonators which were called drag queens yep that's just where it came up it just kind of cropped up in the media in different like you know art type magazines and stuff Mm mm-hmm um yeah and it was just kind of queen was also used in relation to drag which is basically cross-dressing um because it's just like a popular term to describe a gay man and the lgbt community so while the term drag queen has remained in the vernacular throughout decades um the way it's defined has changed significantly Hmm. so as drag has grown and become more accessible to all people within the lgbt community it is shifted from simply female impersonations to as it's defined now, the performance of exaggerated masculinity, femininity, or other forms of gender expression, usually for entertainment purposes. So that's when they really started expanding it more for, like, the transgender community. And, like, you know, I think a lot of people got into drag before, like, transitioning and mm. found drag, transitioned, but still used drag as, like, you know, you're not going to always, like, even as a woman, a trans woman, you're not going to always go out and, like, you know, drag makeup is supposed to be, like, it is exaggerated, exaggerated yeah. and, like, really playing on these, like, um stereotypes of like what is feminine what is masculine and really switching that around so it is really it's an art form so it's not just about like female impersonation or like whatever tied to like a specific gender that you identify with but more of just like a creative expression of that yeah for sure it's a beautiful thing it's like effie from longer games i I said it, and I will say it again that all the fucking people, all the what are all they? All the people in the capital. All the people in the fucking capital drag. Drag. Drag that is drag. drag. Yeah. So, including Stanley Tucci with the blue oompa loompa hair. Blue oompa loompa hair and fucking Lenny Kravitz with his gold with his eyeliner. Gold eyeliner. Men should wear eyeliner more. I'm just saying. Men, put on some eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> Men, get your eyeliner on, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot it is it looks good on literally anyone yeah that's my but especially take, Lenny but Kravitz yeah um, Lenny Kravitz knew what he was doing <laughs> literally all right um this is a little fun fact the first transgender woman to win on RuPaul's Drag Race was well I guess if you haven't watched RuPaul and you don't want a spoiler on some of the seasons uh don't yeah, listen spoiler alert. but Kylie Sinique Love who won all-star season six and actually came out as trans while on RuPaul's Drag Race in season two oh. so it didn't win season two but like as early as that I think it was like 2010 came out which is like such you know on national television yeah that's crazy. crazy um and just this year literally if you don't know anything about season 15 don't listen to this skip 15 seconds ahead um but sasha colby a transgender woman won um drag race like the actual drag race show because the other winner was for all stars mm-hmm. sasha colby won the first like drag race competition as a transgender woman which wow is crazy like that took looking a long time but there's been a lot of other drag queens like 
on the show who have since transitioned or even come out on the show, such as like Monica Beverly Hills on season five, who came out like well on the show. Mm. All right, so a little bit of the impact of the show and why it's iconic. So Drag Race came at a time when reality TV, especially competition series, were at their prime. We had America's Next Top Model. Mm. We had Project Runway, Mm. American Idol. list goes on and on. But what really set drag apart, like I said earlier, was that it was a program that focused on the queer community and really gave them a platform that, like, has not been seen since or yeah. before, you know? Yeah. Um, in a 2021 Vanity Fair article by David Canfield, he wrote, um, All the while, it's given hundreds of queer people a national TV platform, not just to showcase their talents, but reveal who they are. Um, drag Race tells our stories, says Trixie Mattel, <laughs> contestant ah. on Season 7 and winners of All-Star 3. Um, you watch through the feathers and the beads and the magic, but you really watch because it's America. It's the American dream in real time. Oh, yeah. Way to put it, Trixie. Wow. Um, but yeah, early seasons featured groundbreaking discussions on living with HIV and identifying as transgender, as I said. Mm. Um, and contestants today still tell emotional stories of like unaccepting parents, emotional and sexual traumas, and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, you know, it's funny, it's entertaining, but underneath that, there's still like, a lot that you can learn about the queer community and how to like support them and like their stories that they're telling on this platform. Drag Race and the work that like RuPaul has done in general has really placed drag in the popular culture like I've said Um, and I think that drag race in general and just performing drag is important right now due to all the anti-drag bills that are going around. Yeah, I see like so many people on the platforms like i follow so many drag queens just like on social media but like so many people like doing telethons doing raising money and even like season 15 of drag race they were supporting like the aclu's like drag fund Mm -hmm. and just like raising money and stuff so i think that's just a great thing so it's really important right now so you know what if you care about the queer community watch fucking drag race bitch drag That's all. You, that's the least. That's you the can least do. you can fucking do. <laughs> but it is like, and like I think doing the research too, and like everything that I see like drag queens doing with their platforms now that they've kind of rose to popularity after Drag Race, yeah. and like what they're doing to like, you know, politically for like the rights of just the queer well community. because it's still a, even though it's more mainstream it's still a contested issue it's still a contested issue and yeah. like they're just using that platform not for like selfish reasons but for like really to fight for the community that like has supported them and like give back and i'm like you know i love that it's just no, you don't see that a lot in other reality you don't TV. see that a lot yeah. it's like th- so that's why i think rupaul is like so different it's just like such a drag race itself is just so much more impactful and like really holds an important place in like so many people's life is just like yeah finding themselves and like speaking their story and like you know showing their talents and that kind of thing so yeah that's really why i love it and it's funny as fuck wait so what kind of competitions do they do oh girl oh girl let me get into it okay so each season they have a snatch game which is when they have to dress up like as, as a celebrity do an impersonation okay and they play like a game show type game so they play a snatch game and then they do um, a comedy challenge. A lot of them have comedy, acting, singing, like, in them. Right. But they do, like, one specific, like, stand-up type thing or whatever. Yeah. They do one, like, lip-sync acting challenge. And then they'll do, like, one other, um, like, acting challenge where sometimes they have, like, a product that they've made and they have to, like, make a commercial or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they always well most everyone has to lip sync because if you get in the bottom two each week have to lip sync for your life i remember that and they lip sync it out so there's like dancing acting singing like just so many different things yeah because sometimes he'll throw in like a talent show one and you can just do like whatever kind of thing
my turn. Yes. Julia's up to the plate. I'm up to the plate. Swing. My reality competition show of choice is Survivor. Yeah. Big Ooh. difference from RuPaul's Drag. <laughs> Survivor. So, Survivor is a popular reality competition show which debuted in 2000 on CBS and has been a huge long-running hit ever since. So the format of the show is actually based on a Swedish series called Expedition Robinson from 1997. That sounds lame as fuck. Yeah, not very good. Name. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I didn't do well. Expedition Robinson. Okay. <laughs> Robinson like means something. I I okay. explained, but I didn't write it down. Anyway, so the American adaptation popularized this format of survivor and it's hosted and produced by jeff probst he produces it mm-hmm. king king jeff along with producers mark burnett and charlie parsons who created the original swedish version or oh. was producing that one oh, that's cool right Bless. so it also now has various international versions which i didn't know either um but the so american version is obviously still the most successful yeah and well known so let's get into the premise Premise. And this is what most of my research is, is just talking about the show and how crazy it is. Dude, because I, I mean, I watched like one episode or I watched a couple with you. Yeah. But I like, don't fully get the grasp okay. of like what is going on. You've only seen a couple in your life? Yeah, my entire <gasps> life. That's so crazy. I've been yeah. watching it since I was a kid. Premise. 16 to 20 contestants are put on a remote exotic island and divided into two tribes and m- must survive, basically. Wait, like, wait. Sorry, I got questions. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right off the bat. Where are these islands? Where, what? How um, do they decide? How do they get the rights to that? That's a good question. I don't know. They're just so influential at this point that I think they just can. But yeah, they always choose like a remote island off like the Philippines or you have like South China Sea, like an wow. island in the South China Sea. Or They're, they're all over the place. Yeah. I don't know how they get the rights because they have to find an island that they have to find an area that's pretty remote and yeah. people aren't there. I'm sure people are there, but they they get the they probably like, pay the government off. like a fuck ton. Oh to, like, yeah, just get the to get off. the rights. Yeah. yeah, it's that's actually an interesting point. Damn. Okay, so they're divided into two tribes and must survive by building shelter, finding food with very minimal resources. So then the tribes routinely compete against each other in two types of challenges. You have a reward challenge and an immunity challenge, which test their physical and. Uh, endurance like their, their physical strength mm-hmm. endurance and also mental strength so there's like puzzle stuff and oh yeah things like that so puzzles they're they're they're, tr- they're testing all t- all types of things it's Dude, not it's like one thing to test your physical you're like you're you're out on this fucking island surviving exactly testing your physical strength <laughs> mental too mental Come on, too. give me a fucking break. that's why this is so hard that's yeah. why it's so hard to win i have a lot of respect for it because i mean you're like starving a lot of the time, <laughs> and, and like they get really skinny by the end. If yeah. you make it to the end of thirty-nine days, you're skinny. If you want to diet, go on Survivor. <laughs> no, literally, you're just eating rice and like crabs. Um, <laughs> no, they get emancipated. So and emancipated, still- emaciated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> They get freed. <laughs> they, they get freed from the labors of the nine to five. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So they get emancipated and, and emaciated. emaciated. <laughs> the motto of the show, the American version at least, is outwit, outplay, outlast, which is so dramatic, but also so true because you're you're using your wits, using your strength, your your physical, you're your physicality, your play, your play. <laughs> and you're doing it to outlast the others. 
facts to be simple facts the sole survivor yeah, so the tribe that wins a reward challenge so all these yeah i already explained what the challenges do to you so the they tri- fuck you up they, they fuck you up for real and you and you got to have good t- communication and team you know you got to have a strategizing team strategy yeah, yeah. because you got to be in tune with your team or, or else it's going to be a disaster, and that happens a lot. So the tribe that wins a reward challenge gets luxury items such as tools, food, and equipment to just help them get along better. And then the tribe that wins an immunity challenge doesn't have to go to tribal council. Tribal council is where a player gets eliminated each week from the show, and obviously the, the tribe chooses. They vote out. They anonymously vote out who loses, who gets to go home. So tribal council is a shady business where... This losing tribe, the losing tribe sits down with Sassy King, Jeff Probst, because he's so sassy. He and literally funny. is. In this torch lit, it's always like torch lit yeah, in like what? super dramatic outdoor gazebo space yeah. thing. <laughs> gazebo space. <laughs> and I, I just love one of my favorite things I love about Survivor is how dramatic it is, like with the music and the editing and stuff. It's like, wow. <laughs> and it's like all these like, <laughs> like this like insane tribal music. And then like shots of like their. <laughs> No, that's how it is though. Or it's like in the middle, it'll be like, <laughs> like a scream. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm not even kidding. And like these quick shots of like the flames and like the sad faces. And it's oh like, my God. and Jeff's like, it's time to vote. <laughs> so dramatic. Okay, so yes, tribal council is crazy. And that's where most of the drama goes down because it's where the losing tribe. You know, they, they're fed up with one another usually. They've been living together on an island for, God, you know, like, it goes on for 39 days. Oh that's, the, like, the longest it is. So, they air their concerns with Jeff. Jeff really fans the fl- the fire. Like, oh he's man. always, like, yeah. poking at them, asking them questions, like, stirring the Stirring, stirring the, the motherfucking pot. pot. And then blindsides happen. A blindside is when the tribe, like, chooses someone to go home without them Ooh. knowing. Like, they tell the person, they're like, we're gonna all vote for this other person, and then they actually vote I for them. I bet that would happen a lot. Blindsided. There's a lot of s- sneaky, shady shit on competition shows. So much. You just gotta play the game. Low Seriously, you that's it. just gotta play the game. It's, it's devious. It's deceitful yep. at times, but that's the game, baby. That's the moral It really shows game. what lengths people go to to win a million dollars. Okay, a million dollars is million crazy. is crazy. Guys, should I fucking go on Survivor? <laughs> Dude, I don't... It's like emotional no, trauma. It's, yeah. 39 days. <laughs> it's like emotional and physical trauma. 39 days. So here's another few little tidbits. Um, there are also clues to immunity idols spread throughout the island. Oh, yeah. Or like hidden in rewards, like luxury items, which if found, they'll lead the contestant to a hidden immunity idol, which is also buried, buried somewhere on the Would island. Would they like tell someone if they find the immunity thing? It depends. Or they're just going to wait and be like, mm-hmm. see if they vote for me. And then I'm like, whip out my immunity card and be like, Word. fuck you. Exactly. It depends. It depends on if you feel trustworthy with your allies if you want to tell them and use that as a strategy or like because you can also play the immunity idol for someone else oh yeah if you want to save someone else you can give them your immunity idol or if you think you're in hot water you can save your own ass and then you won't get so there's a lot of unpredictability going on here there's so many factors to consider oh my it's a mental game no literally and i don't i simply couldn't perform (laughs) (laughs) survivor is a mental game and i simply could not perform (laughs) because you're like physically exhausted and you're like living with all these they're strangers when they go on the oh, island yeah, together, crazy. and you have to make it work. And do they live ever with them. know each other? Like, are there ever people that are like we're brother sister? Yes, because like in RuPaul this past season there was twins. 
oh my on gosh. Drag Race. It was kind of crazy. Well, yeah. yeah, they do do that. There's a lot of, uh, especially in more recent years, they they have a similar like all star situation. They have so many of these where like previous winners mm-hmm. or previous people who fought. Um, who, who competed come back and play against other competitors yeah and they have i just started watching survivor blood versus water or blood and water i don't know and that is competing against your loved ones <gasps> and they they go on it's so fucked up they go on with their loved ones thinking that they're going to be on the same team thinking that they're like oh, i'm gonna play with my loved one like this is gonna be fun no against them. against them and jeff is like okay you guys are against each other <gasps> that's fucked up mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm damn it's well, it gets fucked up also sometimes not not every season is like this but there's a thing called redemption island used oh, sometimes yeah. uh, but then those bitches just keep coming back. exactly sometimes it's a little bit annoying yeah so basically redemption island is when people get voted off when two when pe- two people are voted off or uh, it's like if one is already voted off and then someone else joins them they go to redemption island mm-hmm. and you have to fight in duels against each other for a shot back in the game sometimes that happens in rupaul too where like a, oh. like you they're like oh you got kicked off but like you still have a chance to come back and they'll just bring back all the girls that have been eliminated and then they'll compete in another challenge and if they like win that challenge or like if they're safe from that then yep. they get to stay that's exactly basically it yeah right. so they do that sometimes and then too. once if someone can come back and they have bad blood with the people who voted them off, that's which is why, almost always the case, mm-hmm. it's crazy. That's why they do it, because they they're like, vengeance. oh, I got a vengeance. Yeah, yes. they're like, I'm going to come back for my, I'm going to oh, get you, yeah. bitch, because you spited me. Especially if you get blindsided. Mm. Oh, they're mad. Oh, I'd be mad, too. And Redemption Island is terrible. Like, you're alone most of the time, or with just one other person who you have to fight a duel against. And then you're, you're, you still, even after you win the duel, you go back to Redemption Island again and have to, you have to keep fighting different people each time until, I don't know what exactly what point it is, but there's a certain point. I think it might be the merge where you get to come back in. So even if you win multiple duels, you you still stay there. You have to compete multiple times. It's grueling. I remember watching this one up one season where this guy was in redemption island for like weeks is like, that he that kept blonde guy? yeah that yes. blonde guy. he kept winning he was doing really well but he was and at the end he was like crying and losing his mind because he was like i'm just alone on an island <laughs> I for like most of the time out. and they blindsided him too <gasps> yeah they were mean to that guy yeah they fucked him over he was, nice, he was really nice cutie. i was rooting for him yeah he was like jesus he yeah. was like a little blonde jesus <laughs> he was like jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so yeah that's redemption island um as i said earlier jeff has so many iconic lines <laughs> especially in um in <laughs> tribal council he's like it is time to vote and i'll go tell you the votes i'll go tell you the votes and his hands are always behind his back and he just looks like and he's wearing the same like blue shirt <laughs> and like little like 90s beach oh my god like a puka shell necklace (laughs) yes it's been 23 years and this man is still wearing that yeah i don't really know how he doesn't get tired because he literally says the same things over and over again one of my favorite things rupaul will say like you know lip sync for your life every week right but it's like funny she'll like change up because she always goes bring back my girls and like at the end of the thing and because like they go to like do like the judges critiques they like you know they're they're going through it and like talking it out and she, then at the end she's like silence bring back my girls but sometimes she'll be like bring back my girls like she'll like change it up bring back my girls no jeff almost always says this. he's almost like a robot sometimes like mm-hmm. same inflection same cadence he'll be like 
come on in guys whenever there's a <laughs> whenever there's a challenge it's so funny he's like come on in guys and they come out and the, and the movies and the music's like <laughs> okay about halfway through the season the tribes merge into a single unit with about eight to ten members left after which all the challenges are for individual reward and immunity okay Ooh, so it's getting down to the line this means that the whole tribe attends tribal council every week and one person continues to be voted off when only nine players are left, the contestants who subsequently get voted off join the jury, who observe the rest of the <gasps> tribal councils, and they ultimately determine the winner. Oh my god! So the jury, uh, like honestly, being the jury is kind of swag. You just kind of sit and like You're they're like, like laughing, like fuck you guys. Like, now now it's up yeah. to me, bitches. Yeah, it's all in their hands. So you still have to. You really kind of have to be a people pleaser. On Exa- this show. I'm like saying you have yeah. to even be a good person too, because you, you can't be just likeable. be a complete dickhead. Yeah, or they're not going <gasps> to vote for you. That's like, ev- oh my god! It, there's so many factors. There's so many in things it. to test. Because obviously, you kind of still ha- you can't always be a perfect like nice player. No, you have to you do have things. to backstab sometimes. Yeah, you have to do things, but like you got to be careful who you backstab because they you could be deciding. You got to be careful. Your fate. Yeah, they're your fit. You got to be careful, and you also have to do it in like you have to be able to justify it. Because yes. that's the thing on like RuPaul too. Like if people are acting a certain way or this or this or that, talking shit. I mean that that's like okay, it's drag queens. You say you know. Usually it's like that was in the past. So let's look past it. Right. But you have to like be able to justify it and like so people like you and exactly. like you know, and rooting for you, you or yeah. something. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then at the last episode, so when there's three players left, um, that's when the jury you know makes their votes. But beforehand, they just like basically voice their concerns to the to the leftover people they're like fuck you it gets so heated sometimes oh like the jury will just be like why'd you do this to me i want answers they'll, they'll be like <gasps> it'll be like it's so the dramatic tea, the, tea. the tea comes out oh mm-hmm. my god see that that is truly the best part of reality tv is the drama the drama is so good. i live off because i love other people's gossip i love other people's drama i don't want it in my own life but, but I, I will watch it. it. I will he- listen to it. I will talk it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be involved, but nope, I want to nope. hear about it. Yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> yep, that's the facts. <laughs> no, yeah, it's crazy. Because, like, each each leftover, like, the last three contestants have to, like, make their case as to why they should be chosen. And then the jury comes up and is like, well, then why'd you do this then, bitch? RuPaul does that, too, where it's like, okay, it's, like, the final five or whatever. And it's like, who should be – he always asks, like, okay, who do you think should be sent home tonight? And they always have to say one of the other people. And mm-hmm. it gets drama. And then you go, we watch Untucked, and they are dishing it out, yep. like, full-on scream fighting yeah. at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Ugh, insane. It's riveting. I love TV. when they make each other, you know, they turn on each other. It's like, oh, yes, oh my God. I love to see it. It's crazy. So then, that finally, after the jury counts up all the votes, there's a live finale where Jeff gets the whole cast together. They're all dolled up, you know, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nourished again after <laughs> nourished being, again. like, ema- emaciated. <laughs> and emancipated. <laughs> and he asks them questions about the show, reads the jury's votes, and announces the winner, who wins a million dollars. That is fucking insane. Wait, so yeah. how many people start off? Like, how many contestants are there? Uh, like, between 16 and 20. But it, it varies. Okay, that's a big amount, like, yeah, honestly. It, that's crazy. It does. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the legacy of this show. So Lega, the, Lega, legacy. the legacy. The first season of Survivor is genuinely credited with launching the reality TV fad of the 2000s mm-hmm, because it was mm-hmm. such a hit that at the time, for the live finale in 2000, 50 million people watched the live finale what the fuck it was that people big. were on their motherfucking a game watching tv oh in the my 2000s god too. they were 50 million i mean i remember when it was on cable i'd watch it every week and i was riveted i was like oh my god it's tuesday put on survivor mom <laughs> it's tuesday that survivor day 
Subsequent pl- seasons usually placed among the, although they weren't as successful as the first one, obviously, they usually placed among the 20 most watched shows of the season or Damn. of the of the year. So, and its initial success launched an explosion in reality TV, which uh, are reality shows are apparently cheaper for networks to produce than scripted shows. So mm. that was it's partly like because they don't have capitalist pay agenda. Yeah, yeah exactly. <gasps> Oh my so that's God, another I didn't even reason think for about it. that. But also just because it's so entertaining and fun. It just that, that's like a win 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 winner all across the board. Yeah, and at the time there just wasn't the reality TV scape was just not at it wasn't the same. And this is like elite. Yeah, at the time CBS was known for like catering to older audiences mm-hmm. with shows like 60 Minutes. Oh my God, I love <laughs> 60 Minutes. Same. But th- they wanted something more like unique and exciting that would like draw in younger audiences. And then they Survivor drew in came the along. whole motherfucking nation is what and they did. They did, and yeah. then now it literally it literally sparked sparked uh, the 2000s like the reality fad of the 2000s because there's so the many reality one. tv there's shows so many in yeah. the 2000s so many because people just and were like today. oh this is super popular let's profit off of this that's exactly what it is yeah, yeah. Huh. um so as i that's, said survivor's probably the only reason that rupaul's drag race was able to even get a chance that's what i'm saying oh my it's God. true it's, it's at the scene it's at the scape wow two seasons are produced a year so this shit is still going that strong is fucking crazy. it's obviously it's not seasons. it's not as popular as it once was but it's still like a fan favorite like if you know survivor Mm -hmm. fans they love it yeah and uh you know it's still going strong after so long it's also been nominated for multiple emmys and my king jeff prost has won four emmys and also they keep it different it's not the same format each year like as i said they added they add redemption island they add different things they add little gimmicks and spins each usually each episode each uh, season has a twist so it's like family members or it's like all stars or they did yeah. one that was like millennials versus gen z gen x oh so they like switch it up season by season usually yeah okay, that's fun i yeah, know yeah so new and fresh it's always new so it doesn't really get old also like because the cast is different each year i feel like there's always there's always something new, new. yeah because yeah. so, rupaul's drag race it's like the same and you but then it's like there's certain things you like expect like oh i know snatch game is coming up like that's gonna be fun to watch so it's like mm-hmm. it, there's they keep the like novelty of the like traditions of different competitions but so they true. have new people and like new they change things slightly of like how you know people right. are being eliminated or like something like, like who's brought back like exactly it just keeps you on your toes and there's a lot of room for that in reality tv which i think is why yeah. it keeps viewers coming back again exactly. and again and again yeah because well, it's still familiar but it still is entertaining okay <laughs> i also want to just end off by saying i mean i kind of already touched on this but the biggest reason i love survivor is that i feel like it's very nuanced and complex compared mm-hmm. to a lot of reality tv shows Agreed. because look i love mind-numbing stuff like love is blind or love island i love it like love i it. want my brain to rot you know yeah. i want to see people have awkward dating experiences whatever <laughs> but <laughs> we love to see it <laughs> but survivor is definitely more like it's a brilliant social experience yeah it's like very psychological yeah, yeah, yeah. you're testing people physically socially psychologically on a remote island no, with the barest necessities often there's like treacherous weather conditions like sometimes it's so bad sometimes it'll be like nearly a hurricane and they have to f- take them off the island because it's too dangerous for them to be there that's happened before what the fuck it's insane like the factors they're dealing with they're forced to work together with a, a bunch of strangers just to survive not even to win but, here's but just the thing. to survive they what? know they're never gonna like get to the point of death, you know, no. of, of like surviving. But it's still like hard. But I think that's like a nice safety net. Like okay, like the it's still you know, show. yeah, the and they have a medical a- CBS staff. will come in and, and step in if I'm like actually dying for sure, <laughs> you know, for sure. But 
Oh, but people will get like injured. Yeah, that's bad. why I think like they'll be fucked up still. I like, remember, they don't give a shit. They'll okay. Oh my break god, break your leg. Yeah, I'll I never forget when I was a kid watching like Rupert. If any of you guys know Rupert, <laughs> he's a long favorite, long time favorite on the show. Anyway, I remember him like fucking up his his pink or his uh, his what is a toe pinky called? Pinky toe. Pinky toe. <laughs> what's his toe pinky called? Oh. His pinky, oh, toe. pinky toe. What a funny English word that we just call that pinky. Pinky. That's so adorable. Pinky, pinky, pinky toe. toe. <laughs> I remember him like in a challenge or something like doing something and he said, my pinky toe turned like a J. Oh God. And they show it. <laughs> People like pass like out they. all the time because yeah. they're like, you know, it, the conditions are absolutely crazy. <laughs> And it, it, again, it also just shows you, it, I feel like it gives you a really good insight into human nature, mm-hmm. like psycho- psychologically and what people, obviously it's like edited and performative too, but like what people are willing to do for that much, for that much money, money yeah. and what those conditions do to people as mm-hmm. well, like mentally and physically. It's that's crazy. crazy. So that's it. That's Survivor. It is crazy to think like the, the just the sheer <laughs> emotional turmoil because even like in drag race like people will be crying pe- like it is oh, yeah there is drama there is like struggle like there's uh-huh. so much with reality competition shows that are like that is uh, people afterwards i don't even know how I don't they, know. like they are a stronger person after that you got to be a certain <laughs> person to put yourself out there like that true, and true, true. especially in the age of social media and mm-hmm. like on dating shows okay, people just get torn people get, apart yeah they get ripped to shreds do you have a fuck Mary kill i do okay, okay mine is I don't really have one, but I was gonna make. I one think this will work. Okay. This will work for both of us. Okay, okay so my swag. fuck Mary kill. I have one competition show, one talent show, and one dating show. Oh my god, you thought it? Out. I thought about it because I was also considering like, like cooking competition shows. Okay, but I think we're well gonna cover separate. that later. Yeah, we <laughs> love cooking shows. <laughs> fuck Mary kill, The Amazing Race. I never watched that. Oh no! What the fuck is The Amazing Race? Oh my god, it's so fun. You always watch those weird <laughs> ass ones, and I'm over here like those I watched like American ones. Idol. And, okay, like, I have that one. Too. I watched like the talent ones. I have The Amazing Race, Love Is Blind, and American Idol. Okay, well, ugh. The Amazing Race is ugh, like Love Is, is it- Blind makes me. Uh, if it was Love Island, different story. Mm. I love Love Island. I could do that. <laughs> I feel like Love Is Blind is the. Like, I would want to kill. Okay, what is Amazing Race? Okay, so Amazing Race, again, early 2000s, very nostalgic for me. It's it's the competition show where people basically, they choose a partner. It's usually someone they're related to or, like, uh-huh. their lover or whatever. And they go... <laughs> their lover. Their lover. Sounds really weird. <laughs> <laughs> their lover! I should say their partner. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's usually... <laughs> their lover. <laughs> their mistress. Oh, Mr. Lover, lover. <laughs> their oh partner or their mom or some shit. Their friend, Okay. <laughs> And they basically are sent, and they're competing against other couples, basically, and they're sent around the world on a huge race. And again, at the end, it's Wait, like, like a cash Wait, like foot prize. race? What do you mean foot race? What do you mean race? Well, race they, for what? No, no, no. So they're like, they, they get like clues everywhere, and it's like, fly to Peru. There you will find a man. I, okay, I can't explain. It's like, you'll you'll find- It's a, like a scavenger hunt. It's like a big scavenger okay, hunt. Okay, lit. And then at the end, like the last people to arrive at like the final checkpoint gets voted out. So if you're the last person, the last couple remaining, then you get like a big cash prize. Damn, okay. And but you're so, just sent across the world. So amazing race. And you have to do like cultural activities too. It's like, it's like, sh- oh, it's like shave a, shave a sheep or like herd a goat in <laughs> Lima, Peru or something. <laughs> Like it's actually kind of cool. Okay, like, so all these what was your options? Amazing, Amazing race. race, Love Is Blind, American Idol. Um, 
fuck Amazing Race. That sounds like a fun time. I think you'd like it. It's really fun. And then I'd marry American Idol because it's, like, nostalgic, and then I'd kill Love is Blind. Sorry, I cannot stand Love is Blind. It's, like, the point of cringe that I, like, can't watch It's it. incredibly cringe. And they're all, like, okay, Love is Blind. Like, all those people are so conventionally attractive that it just, like, pisses me off. I'm oh, like, yeah. Love is not blind because no, you know you're going to find someone. Although the men... They're a little rough, but all the women beautiful. I mean, they they always. I mean, they care so much about their looks. Yeah, they're all the same type of person. Yeah, it's that's why it's it's just annoying. Yeah, I think I would marry Amazing Race. I love it. It's like nostalgic for me and fun. As much as I love Love Is Blind, just because it's just like so cringe and shitty. You can't even fuck it. I don't even think I can marry it. I can't even fuck it. I think I'd have to kill it. You keep that at an arm's distance, man. Yeah, I still watch. I still watch every new season. She indulges. Wrong. I indulge. You know. But yeah, I think I'd kill it because American Idol is American Idol is so, and it's also nostalgic. Oh my god, so I would watch American Idol so much as a kid. So hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, hope you learned a little bit more about the depth of a reality competition show and also just like why we love it and all the fun shenanigans exactly because it does get like i think it's written off sometimes as being like shitty and it can be be, super shitty but it can also be great but these two are the top tier yeah i would agree these are the blue these are some of the best yeah some of the best so go watch some survivor go watch some drag race have a lovely weekend please and we'll catch you next week catch you later Bye. Bye.